Good day, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my show. You are listening to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I'm your health and wellness consultant, Gail Dixon McBride. So let's get into the show. But first, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So today, 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 because last episode was so important, I'm going to continue with part two of dietary fats, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because we have so much more to talk about because there's so many aspects of the dietary oils and fats. So beware from where we left off last episode, last Saturday, saturated fats. Beware of labels stating no cholesterol. That's right. You know, there's a lot of food. There are a lot of food labels out here that are misleading. The cholesterol content in foods is not the most significant factor in elevated blood cholesterol levels. Rather, it is the saturated fat content of food that contributes most to the body's production of cholesterol. Elevated cholesterol in the bloodstream due to overconsumption of saturated fats can damage the coronary arteries, creating a risk of heart attack. And I know that's happened to some people that I know. They have clogged arteries, have had stents put in to open up the arteries, and people that have had heart attacks because their arteries are blocked. Research suggests that the body has trouble metabolizing molecules of saturated fat when it has been exposed to extremely high heat, as occurs in the process known as hydrogenation, and that it may be carcinogenic, which means it can cause cancer. Saturated fats are found in the following foods. So you want to be aware of this and eliminate or cut back as much as possible on the following foods. Number one, bacon. Next, beef. Butter. Cheese and processed cheese food. Chocolate. I know you. some of you may say, oh my God, my favorite foods, right? But these are the foods that, for the most part, contain the highest levels of saturated fats that may be carcinogenic. Coconut oils, coconut, lard, and I don't know how many people have used lard because I haven't heard of anyone in the last 30, 40, 50, 60 years using lard, but I guess some people still cook with it. I I have no idea why. Milk and cream, palm kernel oil, palm oil, pork, and poultry mainly that's in the the skin, the chicken and skin. So if you want to eat the poultry, remove the skin, and then you will, you know, it'll be healthier for you because the skin is where the fat is and the skin is where the saturated fat is found. So again, here is the list to cut back or reduce or eliminate bacon, beef, 
butter, cheese, and processed cheese food, chocolate, coconut oils, coconut, lard, milk and cream, palm kernel oil, palm oil, pork and poultry mainly in the skin. And because they have been implicated in many health problems, you should keep your consumption of saturated fats, particularly those from animal sources, to a minimum. Okay? Now, many of you, and I have even been someone who fell for this, thinking that the coconut oil was a lot healthier. I used to believe that. And until recently, um, because of my research, I found that uh, coconut oil is not necessarily the best oil for us to uh, consume. Coconut oil is one of the few plant-based oils that contains significant concentrations of saturated fats. And remember, we talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly, the saturated fats being one of the bad and the ugly. So... It's the coconut oil. Its use has been controversial due to a 45 or 40 year old study that said it raised blood cholesterol. It is worth noting, however, that the study in question used hydrogenated coconut oil. Okay, so while coconut oil does contain saturated fat, it is easily digestible and converted into quick energy. In addition, nearly 50% of the fatty acid in natural coconut oil or organic coconut oil is luric acid, which has adverse effects on the variety of microorganisms, including yeast, bacteria, fungi, and viruses. It is not necessary to avoid all coconut oil, but do not consume it in the hydrogenated form which is found in most processed foods. So if you're going to use the organic coconut oil, that is what's recommended, but never use the hydrogenated coconut oil um, to, to eat or cook with. Okay, so let's talk about trans fats and hydrogenation. <laughs> trans monosaturated fatty acids or trans fats are formed when oils are subjected to the heat of a process known as hydrogenation. While trans fats are a form of monounsaturated fat, they appear to act like saturated fat within the body. Trans fats are a great concern because there is no requirement that the trans fat content of products be identified on food labels. So if you did not listen to last episode, the last episode, part one of Dietary uh, Fats, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I do highly recommend that you go back and listen to that show, which will update you for some of the information I'm sharing with you today. Most margarines and solid vegetable shortening Essentially, any vegetable-based oil or fat that is firm at room temperature contain trans fats because they have undergone hydrogenation. Hydrogenated oils are ingredients to avoid. 
these are the bad, the ugly, okay? Hydrogenation chemically alters oils by bombarding their molecules with hydrogen atoms that, in effect, saturate the unsaturated fats. (laughs) This is done to make liquid oils solid at room temperature. However, since the hydrogen atoms attach themselves to the oil molecules in a different way than those in naturally saturated fats, the resulting fats are called trans fats. So when fat is hydrogenated, hardened to prolong shelf life, it destroys the essential fatty acids. Many, if not most, foods on supermarket shelves contain some amount of hydrogenated oils. These oils are almost impossible for the system to assimilate or assimilate. Consuming many foods that have been fried in hydrogenated oil, like those from fast food and other restaurants, can lead to a deficiency of good fats. Soybean oil accounts for more than 80% of oil consumption in the United States. Did you know? Or more than 12 million tons a year. Half of that amount is partially hydrogenated oil. Both saturated and unsaturated fatty acids are present in all vegetable and animal fats. Liquid soybean oil, like liquid corn, olive, and safflower oil, contain only 15% saturated fats. But partially hydrogenating soybean oil as is done to make solid vegetable shortenings. And I know you've heard of this and used these probably in the past, such as Crisco. <laughs> Crisco mm-hmm, increases the level of saturated fat and fat that behaves like saturated fat in the body to 25%. So these many of you or some of you, I hope, and maybe not very many, But if you haven't, if you're not still doing it, then in the past, you have um, used these deep fryers, um, these deep fryers. And a lot of these restaurants and fast food restaurants use deep fryers and they use the saturated fat, such as as the Crisco, to, that's right, to cook your French fries your fried chicken (laughs) Uh uh-huh yes yes they're using for the most part the saturated fats and they use that to get that crispy taste and to fry these uh, french fries and fried chicken amongst other types of fried food fried fish okay so here are the oils I'm going to give you the best and the worst, okay? So when you're thinking about the types of oils you should buy to cook with, to bake with, to put in your salads, okay, your salad dressings, these are the best. Olive oil, number one. Canola oil, number two. Walnut oil, number three. Safflower oil, number four. 
avocado oil number five almond oil number six rice bran oil number seven sesame oil number eight and flaxseed oil number nine these are the best okay now you want to know the worst of course you do because you want to know what to avoid so the ones to avoid in if you're not uh, using the um, all natural that is the virgin virgin oils okay that would be the worst ones the coconut oil the peanut oil the palm oil the palm kernel and coconut seed i'm sorry cotton seed not coconut seed cotton seed okay the worst list coconut oil peanut oil palm oil palm kernel oil and cotton seed oil I don't even know where you would buy that, but I definitely would not be interested in any cottonseed oil. Now, since 1930, the increased use of pasteurized dairy products and hydrogenated oils has increased in direct proportion to the number of deaths from heart attack. Okay, the March 1998 issue of Harvard University's Women's Health Watch reported that in one major study, a 2% increase in calories from trans fats was associated with a 93, 93% increase in the risk of coronary artery disease, the precursor to a heart attack. So what do we want to avoid trans fats by all means? Yes, yes, yes. In addition, possibly as a result of the prevalence of hydrogenated soybean oil in processed foods, soybean oil is fast becoming a carb, a common allergenic or allergic food, something that uh, is causing people to have allergies. Monounsaturated or polyunsaturated oils should replace, I repeat, monounsaturated or polyunsaturated oils should replace trans fats in the diet if you must use margarine softer or liquid margarines that are free of trans fats or that at least list liquid poly or polyunsaturated oils as the first ingredient are better for health non-hydrogenated margarines are available in health food stores if not in your supermarket Spectrum Spread, Spectrum, produced by Spectrum Naturals, is a butter substitute made with canola oil that is 94% saturated fat-free, saturated fat-free, and contains no trans fats. It cannot be used in frying, but can be used just like butter on bread, rolls, toast, vegetables, and other cooked foods to add the taste of butter so before buying any type of margarine my listeners (laughs) look carefully at the ingredients the first ingredient list is the one found in the greatest amount so and that's with most all labels on products the first ingredient can contains the greatest amount of that ingredient ingredient in the product 
If the first ingredient is liquid oil, it is a better product to use. If the first ingredient is hydrogenated oil, leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't buy it. Just put it down. Okay. The best margarine is derived from vegetables, safflower, soy, or corn oil. Soft margarine is hydrogenated less. If it's soft, soft then it's, it doesn't have as much hydrogenation leaving more of the natural oils intact it is lower in hard trans fats okay so the best oils considering all of this information all of the choices available which type of oil is the best single source of dietary fat uh-huh Many of you have the answer. Okay, I'm going to tell you. It is virgin olive oil. I repeat, virgin olive oil. <laughs> olive oil has cholesterol-lowering benefits and helps to control blood pressure and diabetes. Olive oil contains a whooping 74% monounsaturated fat, 14% saturated fat and 8% polyunsaturated fat. The Journal of, Na of the National Can Cancer Institute reported in a study that women who consumed olive oil, and that is mainly the virgin olive oil, more than once a day had a 25 or organic uh, olive oil had a 25% lower incidence of breast cancer than those who did not. Well, that's astonishing. Let's, let's repeat that. The Journal of the National Cancer Institute reported in a study that women who consumed olive oil more than once a day had a 25% lower incidence of breast cancer than those who did not. Unrefined olive oil should be kept refrigerated. Olive oil is especially good for salad dressing and herb oil mixtures, but it is not the best oil to fry food with. Canola is very low in saturated fat and high in monounsaturated fat, which experts believe are superior to polyunsaturated fats for lowering cholesterol. Canola oil contains 59% monounsaturated fat, 30% polyunsaturated fat, and 7% saturated fat. It, can, it contains up to 10% of the essential omega-3 fat alpha-linolenthic acid, which is important to cell membrane structures and in the synthesis of metabolic, met, metabolically active substances like prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are hormone-like substances that regulate some body processes, including blood pressure, immune function, and response to allergies. High olic safflower and high olic sunflower oils are monounsaturated oils created from normally high polyunsaturated flour and sun safflower and sunflower flour oils. High olic safflower oil contains 75% monounsaturated fat, 
14% polyunsaturated fats and 6% saturated fat. High oleic sunflower oil contains 84% monounsaturated fat, 10% saturated fat, and 4% polyunsaturated fat. So, the thing I want you to remember how oils are extracted and processed makes the difference. Oils are extracted and processed in different ways, various ways. The methods used to produce an oil affect its quality and price and can also affect flavor and other characteristics. Be aware of how oils are processed the ingredients they contain and what has been removed and watch out for refining. A product may be advertised as unsaturated, but manufacturers don't have to say whether it contains any trans fatty acids. So these act like saturated fats in the body. Following are summaries of the extraction and processing methods to which oils may be subjected. So, expeller pressing. What is expeller pressing? Well, this is a method of processing the oil. In this method called expressor, expeller pressing, a screw or expeller type press is used to crush the seeds of the oil of the um, the seeds crush the seeds to get the oil out of the seeds so the seeds are pushed against a metal press head in a continually rotating movement and a spiral shaped auger moves the seeds forward in a manner similar to a meat grinder the oil is squeezed out of the seed by the pressure. The pressed oil may be filtered, then bottled as cold pressed, natural crude, natural, crude, or unrefined. This pressing process takes only a few minutes and is carried out at temperatures of 100 and 185 Fahrenheit to 203 Fahrenheit. This pressed oil is the best type to purchase. So it's called expeller pressed oil. Modified atmospheric packing. What is that? Modified atmospheric packing. A new method. It is a new method of processing oils that is gaining preference from quality oil manufacturers. It combines expeller pressing oil with lower than normal temperatures and exclusion of light and oxygen during the pressing and packing processes. Known as modified atmospheric packing, it allows temperatures of only 86 degrees Fahrenheit and 91 degrees Fahrenheit during processing. A number of companies, including Barleans, B-A-R-L-E-A-N apostrophe S, organic oils, Omega Nutrition and Spectrum Naturals are utilizing this process under their own trade names, Bioelectron Process, Omega Flow, and SpectraVac, respectively. 
Then there's refining. This process involves mixing the oil with caustic soda, soda, sodium hydroxide, which is a very corrosive base, a mixture of NaOH and sodium carbonate may also be used the oil and the base are agitated and then separated removing the free fatty acids from the oil phospholipids which are protein like substances and minerals are also removed in this process the oil still contains pigments usually yellow or red the refining temperature is around 167 degrees fahrenheit so the other I won't be able to get into all of them, but I will uh, just briefly name them. The other processing types are degumming, which involves the removal of protein-like comp- compounds, complex carbohydrates, and true gums from the oil. And then there's solvent extraction. In solvent extraction, the oil is removed from the seed by dissolving it out of the seed meal using a solvent such as hexane at temperatures of 131 Fahrenheit to 149 Fahrenheit. There's supercritical fluid extraction is one of the newer processes used to extract oil. There's bleaching, chlorophyll, beta carotene, and traces of soap have been removed from some oils by the use of filters, acid-treated, activated clay, or Fuller's Earth. Then there's supermarket process. Refined oils found in supermarkets have several synthetic antioxidants added to them to replace the the natural vitamin E and beta carotene, which are removed during refining. The list of substances included includes butylated hydroxylene, BHT, butylated hydroxenazole, BHA, propyol, gallate, territory, bupolene, hydroquinine, quinine, I'm sorry, citric acid, and methyl silicone, a deformer or defomer is added and the oil is then bottled and sold. So how many of you want to use that? I certainly don't with all of those chemicals. My goodness. And it has a defomer, so that that you can't see these foams coming to the top. Deodorization. To deodorize oils, aromatic oils and free fatty oils are removed by steam distillation and the exclusion of air during this process. Pungnic, pungent uh, oils and unpleasant tastes not present in the natural seed before processing are also removed. Deodorization takes place at extreme temperatures. The oil then becomes tasteless and cannot be distinguished from oils derived from other sources treated in a similar manner. Vitamin and mineral deficient oils are the result of this treatment called deodorization. So here are the oils do's and don'ts. Um, When purchasing, when choosing an And using any type of fats and oils, keep the following hints in mind. Purchase only unrefined cold or expeller-pressed oils. Two, avoid hardened hydrogenated oils. Three, never reuse oil that has been used for frying. Four, never, uh, before opening, store all oils in a cool, dark cupboard. 
five refrigerated all oils after opening. Um, I think that's uh, six, never consume any oil that smells rancid. Um, eight, do not let oils heat to the smoking point. Olive oil maintains a longer shelf life than most oils. To saute or stir fry foods, add two tablespoons of quality water to the cooking oil before heating the oil. Since fats and oils are a necessary and vital part of the diet, it is important to know these simple guidelines for using them. Okay, so, um, and the last thing, vitamin E helps to protect the body's cell membranes from the free radical damage that can take place if you consume oils that are heated or rancid. Um, pesticides, herbicides, chemicals, and other foreign substances are stored in the fatty tissues of animals. If you take any kind of fish oil sup supplement, be sure to take a vitamin E supplement along with it. This will help to protect your cells and keep the fish oil from turning rancid in your body. So we are out of time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I certainly hope I have shared some important uh, nuggets of health and wellness. Until next Saturday, stay, self, stay safe <laughs> and business savvy. Ta-ta for now.